Welcome to the Realm of Fire, where I, Brendan, he, him, and my friend Rob, he, him, drop bombs and braggadocio about Games Workshop games. Content warning, this show is grown men dropping heavy-handed takes about toy soldiers. It's not to be taken too seriously. Also, strong language warnings apply. So, uh, what's up, man? How you doing? Yeah, okay, okay. It's been a strange couple of weeks, um, but all right. I'm still uh, trying to get on with my hobby and everything. But yeah, it's all right. How are you? Ah, oh, dude, I'm doing well. Um, you know, a lot of hobby this week. A lot mm-hmm. of you know, a lot of Warhammer, dude. Good. Doing a lot of Warhammer. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess you could say it's been a strange couple of weeks. But uh, why don't we get into some fucking uh, hobby progress? What do you Absolutely, think? yeah. Um, mine, so what have you been up to? Uh, I've been hobby regressing um, because I've done what I promised. You, you no, know, no progressing, just regressing. Huh? Yeah, not only not painting anything, but buying new things, which is what I said I wouldn't do. Uh, I had nine miniatures to go, and then I buckled. And um, so after I talk about the heresy, I went to the Warhammer shop, which is now open. Uh, shout out to Warhammer <laughs> Shop Manchester, um, and my plan. My plan was to pick up a box of the Mark III dudes, a box of Corn Berserkers or maybe um, Blood Reavers or something or or Blood Warriors and do a bit of kit bashing to make some um, Mark III world uh, world eaters. Um, but they don't stop. That's a solid plan. I gotta mm. say, this is this is sounding really good. What, mm. what happened? Why is this? They don't stop. Why was that the plan? Why? Why was that the plan? We were talking about the heresy. Yeah, but why was that the plan and not the execution? Oh, sure, because they don't stock little boys anymore, do they? Of course, um, with the shelf spaces now dedicated to Primaris Marines, uh, so anything like that is made to order. It's not made to order, but you can order it in, but it's not on the shelf space. And I wanted instant gratification. I didn't want to wait. <laughs> so I looked over and I saw your friends of mine, the Death Guard, and thought, I haven't even played with these new kits. So I bought a box of them, bought a Plague Champion model, and went home and got cutting them and sticking them together. And they are amazing. They are one of the best kits I have ever played with. Um, just stunning. Every you're, Well, obviously you know about them, but you've given two to three alternate sculpts for each Marine, and I wanted to do all of them. Like, I want each Marine to be all the sculpts. They're incredible. Yeah, that's like a that's like a thing that you can kind of fall into with the Death Guard mm-hmm. models. Like, um, I'd say, I have to say that the preponderance of my current Death Guard army is made up of, like, Death Guard halves of uh, the Dark Imperium line. Right. Because uh, there was just this minute when... Um, in 8th edition, when Death Guard was kind of not great, and um, people would sell a Death Guard half from Dark Imperium for, like, you know, yeah, fucking pet... 20 bucks or something. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I could get them down that low, right. but usually they were, like, really aggressively priced. Like right. 50, 50 to 75 bucks. Right. You could get uh, a whole Death Guard half, and that was quite a bit of models. Um, yeah. In, with the Pox Walkers and the Plague Marines and stuff, mm. so... um. I have just fucking scads and scads of them. <laughs> I o- I only have, I think, two boxes of regular plague marines because uh-huh. I needed the plague flails. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I and then because I got that same bug as you, dude. Yeah. I have uh, two full unbroken boxes of those uh, 
like the Japanese ones. Oh, holy heroes. shit! Yeah, right. Okay, I forgot about because the, because of course they have alternate heads, right? Yeah, so <laughs> that's where look Malibu Stacy's got a new hat. Yeah, exactly. I gotta have <laughs> I gotta have all the heads. Yeah. I can't choose between the heads. I gotta have all the heads. So yeah, I got I got everything. Yeah, well, yeah, they're just they're just stunning. Uh, well, I mean, they actually were even cheaper because with the not I was about to say Mortal Realms magazine with the the, the sort of the forty k version of that Death Guard. Literally, you can pick them up. Genuinely, you'd be able to pick up half a Dark Imperium for about twenty quid at, at a, a boot sale here. Just the the, the whole place is awash with them. Yeah, um, because you guys had that Conquest magazine. Yeah, yeah. you guys got to just like actually. Um, yeah, it's fucking. They, yeah. they, Oh, don't get me started on fucking okay. Conquest. We will not, anyway, we will not, okay. Yeah. So, um, and I thought, so I saw one of the pictures of your Death Guard yeah, guys. They're looking good. I'm, Are you going to do a full army now? So, yeah, the idea with that is I picked up a Plague Champion, not knowing... I, I picked up the models I wanted. I didn't bother looking at anything. So I just picked him up, and I didn't realize he's just a unit leader. And I was a bit like, whoa, £17 for a unit leader. That's a bit much. So I have an undead... Uh, undead? I've got a Nurgle Demon Army, which I've completely forgotten about. Um, so I've got a big, <laughs> big bit. I've got 3,000 points of Nurgle Demons. So I've got a bits box of, uh, of Nurgle bits. So I stuck on the smallest of the wings from the blight, uh, from the, 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 you know, the, the horrible flies. Cut them down, filled in some gaps, put him on a big base, put him standing on some rubble. And yeah, he's my Lord of the Flies. Um, so as for an army, yeah, because I, I, that's why I only play power level. And he's like seven, and a unit of Death Guard's yeah. like 12. So if I get another one, that's 31. One of those tanks is, you know, the 15 pound, the, the 15, like the cheap, you know, the, 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 I can't remember what they're called now, the little blight launcher things. That's oh, like, well, there's so many of them. Yeah, Blight <laughs> Hall. Oh, you mean Blight Hall. That's it. Yeah, they're like seven power level each as well. So one or two of them. And I've got almost 50 power level, which is my maximum. That's where I'd stop because I'm a big... Um, my ideal army is the old second edition. Couple of characters, couple of squads, couple of funnies. And that, that for me is a nice little army. That'll do. And then I can do something else. But yeah, I think I'm going to go for the whole lot. I need to get them painted, obviously. So, uh, but yeah. Dude... 50 power level is so satisfying and yeah. fun to play at. 50 power level is like a really great game. It, it's it's exactly like you are saying. It feels like old school Warhammer when you when you put 50 power level on the board. I think between 25 and 50 power level is... I mean, I, that's what I've played everything mm-hmm. at for probably like over a year now. Mm. Just like... Between twenty five and fifty, it's it's yeah. it's really really fun. And if you want to get up there, if somebody wants to play two th- you know two hundred power mm-hmm. or a hundred power or whatever, you can. But um, I mean, I'm not hating on it. Mm-hmm. But uh, like those little small games are so tactical, so fun. Yeah, they can be as long or as short as you want them to. If you both go in there like trying to do bridge on the river quai or something, <laughs> you can fucking like crush one out real fast. Yeah. Or you can sit there and make a whole fucking afternoon out of a 25 power level game with some beers or whatever, yeah, you know? Yeah, exactly. And it makes, and it, I think it adds value to the models because you appreciate them rather than carting 20 Death Guard off at once because they got hit by a volcano cannon and put them in the bin. You really value each of the models, which in a way gives value to the models a bit more. You're like, yeah, these are my seven dudes who will hold out, will hold this position. You know, it's the story. You know, I think we're both our narrative gamers, so it goes back to that, doesn't it? 
Yeah, yeah. Like I love giving them little names and stuff. That's one of the things oh, that was yeah. one of the best things in the in the um uh psychic awakening books was the little name generator because <laughs> I have no trouble creating names for my Death Guard guys mm-hmm. all on their own. But sometimes you have like a, th- a throwaway character and you don't want to think about their name and yeah. so you roll on it. And then for uh, my latest Crusade League, um, uh, I did all the randomized names on the Craft World name generator because that's a lot harder. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. And the last thing I've done before I forget is, as of about an hour ago, I finished Broken Realms Bellacore. So I oh, have read shit. it. Read Fuck, it, you read, read that? Yeah, read it. Bought it, read it in the weekend. That was my plan, kind of, for the weekend. Was just get it oh, wow, at well. 10 o'clock when it came out and read it. And yeah, that happened. Mm. Not gonna oh, say. shit. Well, I'm not, well, no I'm not, spoilers. Yeah, I'm no not spoilers. saying anything. Um, for, my, for my hobby <laughs> progress, I've been working on... Uh, I've been working on craft worlds still, you know, so yeah. um, I got the wave serpent up painted to like a good, like a decent tabletop standard, except for maybe the little pilot guy. The pilot mm-hmm. guy needs some work. Um, otherwise, uh, it looks really good on the table. And now um, I'm working on the bases because I'm like one of these chodes that does like <laughs> scenic bases for everything. So um I got some of those green stuff rollers Ooh. from uh, Green Stuff World. Mm-hmm. You, fam- you familiar with those? I am. Yeah, they look very smart. Oh yeah, yeah, they're great. Um, and uh, so I roll. They have one that's called Eldar, and oh, nice. and it's very kind of like you know wraith bone looking. So just- I rolled out some um, Sculpey, you know, yeah. and uh, baked that. I don't actually use the green stuff on the on those. I think they're way better for Sculpey. Mm-hmm. And then I baked it, and they have these little, um, what are they called? Like these little rings from Green Stuff World that you can mm-hmm. get, so you can cut them to. Uh, oh yeah, like cookie cutters kind of thing. Yeah, they're like yeah. cookie cutters, but for base sizes. Yeah. And so I cut cut them out to be um, the size for the bases, and then I went and did some uh, like some breaking them right because they're like the Sculpey can be kind of brittle, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I, what I really wanted to do was look like fallen wraith bone like on a a world that's been like abandoned or some shit and so i I made like a little hash mark into it with my exacto and then i just break it you know to get to keep the edge rough Mm -hmm. and uh put those on the bases and then put some uh, sterling mud on the other side so um so it doesn't look like they're just like walking around (laughs) on the deck of a craft world or some shit you know yeah yeah no, that's good. I think a good Eldar basing scheme would be just a carpet of lies and promises. Oh, wow. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'll go ahead. Giant middle finger to, to you. Huh? Yeah, so that'll go ahead. <laughs> the other is, player. Yeah, because the Eldar, but fuck the Eldar. <laughs> <laughs> so, so much hate for the So much Eldar. hate for the Eldar. <laughs> See, you're ready to play fucking Horus Heresy, dude. You never have to deal with them. You never mm. even look at them. Yeah. Good. Just um, <laughs> so, uh, just getting any games this week? I know that you guys are kind of no, like lifting no. sanctions or whatever. Yeah. So no, they're looking at so the the Warhammer stores are looking at what they can do. You know, they're gonna they're looking to bring back safety in terms of um, painting demos, maybe even demo games. But I think it'll be a, a little bit yet. Come June, we're meant to be fully reopened, and to be fair, the vaccination process is going so fast. I think that's true. Um, so hopefully, no, not yet, not yet. Holding on. Hold it on, but then we'll be absolutely hitting the table once once we have got so many campaigns ready. 
So when when you play, then do you do you only play at your local Warhammer store? No, um, I've got a table now. What I've built over the last couple of years is two kill team tables worth of terrain for Warhammer Age of Sigmar sort of interposed. So like I use stuff like the you know the Sigmar head from um, Warcry. That's the kind of yeah. thing that I'll multi do because that to me is Sigmar or it's the Emperor. Or it yeah. can be used for um, Middle Earth because it's a fallen King of Numenor head, you know. Like, so I've made a terrain set that's very, um, you know, all use kind of thing. Certain things get mixed in and out. I've got pipes and crates and generators to put down when it's forty k, but it's the same ruins, you know, for both of them. Um, right. So I'm looking forward to when this is all over. I'm going to host games, you know, have people round. Um, but the Warhammer store is just a good one because I work in town, so I can just pop in with a thousand points in my backpack. Oh, we saw in the other day online. The reason I think Games Workshop thrives is because I can take a thousand points to a shop and play a game, as opposed to having to completely organise something at a club, you know. And but the Warhammer store is great, so I'm a big fan of it. A big, yeah, big uh, proponent. Oh, this there. this is interesting because I really want to. We should do an episode where we kind of get into the difference between like in-store gaming and club gaming mm-hmm. and then on some level kind of like what your experience at the Warhammer store in particular is yeah. because it's like the the culture behind that over here is bizarro and <laughs> uh it's 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 I, I mean I I don't love it I don't hate it mm-hmm. but we should get into it sometime yeah, we will. I'd love, I'd love to hear your thoughts because yeah. you guys have real clubs over there like I'm kind of in the midst of like founding a club, right. I feel like what what we're doing is we're like becoming a club. Okay, but club gaming over here is very different than over there. Yeah, Does and, that and make to, sense. Yeah, and to be honest, I couldn't tell you much. I've never really belonged to a wargaming club. It's always been with, with me and my friends or at the store. I think I'm actually a bit of an outlier in that. I'd love to. But I, I, can't, I just never make the commitment. And I think you are right. Um, but saying that, I've got to say. From what I perceive, you know, secondhand, it seems like clubs in the States are way more proactive, way more like, let's do stuff, let's generate stuff, let's create stuff, whereas clubs here, and again, this, is, this isn't fair because I haven't had a huge amount of experience, but they seemed very, like, sort of dull a bit to me, a bit like people doing their own stuff, but not much imagination. But that is, this is, this is me just waffling, so we can, we, we can cut that. <laughs> <laughs> um fascinating well yeah. we should do a whole episode yes. about it um so for games played me mm-hmm. i uh my buddy dustin challenged me to a game he and i work together mm-hmm. at this at this job and um he's he and i are part of the same club and we like work really hard to keep that club kind of you know to, to sort, of, sort of be getting that club on its feet and he challenged me to a game and what we did is because we both have keys to our job we just uh stayed late at nice. work and we built the table at work nice um and then he's vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. He's okay. like he his vaccination has had like time to become 100. percent Mine won't be for another week. Right. So we still played with masks on, okay. but um, a week from now we won't have to. Fantastic. Uh, he was playing Tau. I was playing my Boo. Old way. Boo. Oh my god. Boo. <laughs> Boo to both of them. Boo. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I got my fucking dick kicked in oh. so hard. It was it was unreal, bro. Um. Like uh, Tau apparently have this these things called smart missiles yeah. that uh, don't require a line of sight, and then they have something like thirty six inch range. So <laughs> yeah. if you're playing a twenty five pl mission, yeah. they can hit you anywhere on the board. And so 
at 25 PL, there's only so much you can cram into the wave serpent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Your favorite. <laughs> to protect them from yeah. these goddamn missiles, which means that whatever else is out there with its ass kind of in the wind is just going to fucking die. Yeah. And that's kind of what happened, which was he just started shelling me with these fucking smart missiles like early on. And then um, uh, the, the wave serpent had like new newly painted model syndrome mm-hmm. and it went down in like an un like a yeah. uh, improbable ball of fire, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Improbable Take care ball of, of with fire. It. Like, oh, that's uh, statistically at the w- weird end of the bell curve. All right. <laughs> so by uh, um, turn two, my uh, my game plan was mm-hmm. like completely fucked. By turn three, the the game was basically over. Um, we had done like the the Oathway guys had done their kind of like charge of the light brigade, and you know. <laughs> yeah you know made him pay for it or whatever but mm-hmm. but i lost i lost really badly um I, it was definitely an exercise in frustration yeah. uh just new army blues man god yeah. you know Gotta I, work it out. I have i've committed to i've committed to fucking old way for mm-hmm. 20 2021 i'm so, like that's the only 40k army i'm gonna play yeah and then in 2022 i'll figure something else out yeah. uh but i'm gonna fucking keep playing these guys i have another game coming up on thursday uh i'm hoping that uh, i i kind of get the hang of these dudes i mm-hmm. mean I, I gotta put in the reps you know i gotta yeah, put in the reps. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it, it's it's not all about winning obviously but like holy shit <laughs> sometimes eldar dude frustrating so frustrating so I, frustrating i swear to god tower players win before the battle starts by just reading you their war gear list and about halfway through you just check out and you just like <laughs> right so this guy's got two fusion blasters six smart oh. missiles this guy's got super smart missiles and custom missiles and you're just like oh my god my guy's got a gun or he's got an axe that that's it it's all you need to know <laughs> this is real shit dude that is so fucking real because you don't know what the fuck their war gear is. It all has these wacky names that you can't um, fucking yeah. remember. Hang, you can't like hang your hat on it, can you? It's this is an XV8 with sixteen marker lights and two smart missiles, and this is an XV5. Yeah. Where you're like, fuck off, yeah. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> like here's my smart missiles versus my sunburst missiles yeah. versus my seeker missiles. Yeah. I'm just like. <laughs> The f- what the fuck are you even talking about with this shit? This is a plasma and, um, gun. And it'll be like, okay, this one gets like, you know, does D3, D3, but zero AP. And this one's got, you know, three AP, but was one damage. And then this one's got, you know, if, if I roll a six to wound, then you take D6 mortal wound. I'm just like, I can't keep it all straight. I don't even know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. I, he, he's a very good player. My buddy Dustin's mm-hmm. a very good player. I'm not trying to take anything from him. He's, he, he's very good. Uh, my failure to win was a failure of generalship. I could sit here and get all into it about mm-hmm. what the like how how fucking bad I bone this one, but um, <laughs> like uh, yeah, dude, it was just it was just you know sometimes when you're learning your army, yeah. you gotta take some tough knocks. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Okay. So uh, now we covered all that like yeah. <clears throat> that fun crap. Mm-hmm. Um, you ready to do some hot takes, dude? Yeah, I'm ready. I don't mind. Particularly hot this week, actually. Um. Your takes looking. are not hot. I don't think so. I was. I, I found this you hard. Lukewarm to- takes to realm of fire. Yeah, we should. We should probably introduce the topic, right? This is. This is. This is. This is. Uh. This is like room temperature takes. Yeah, I think so. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> well, I guess that. I guess that's it for realm of fire. Yeah. Well done, everyone. <laughs> we're, uh, we're retiring. See you later. <laughs> um. All right. 
So uh, what's the, what's this week's topic, man? It is the worst factions in Age of Sigmar slash the Mortal Realms, which, ooh, this could be, we'll see. It's a, bit, it's a negative Nancy one, but we're going to be doing a positive one. We're going to be doing best factions as well, so we're not all hating. Um, and I've got to say, we're going to be presenting, what, three each, one at a time, so we can we can chat through them. Right. And we're gonna and we're gonna uh, start at the bottom. Yeah, we 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 we've done rankings. Like it's important. We we did talk beforehand to make sure that we were on the same page. So we're gonna go three three two two one one. Yeah, and one being the absolute worst. Yeah, the worst the worst faction in um in uh Age of Sigmar. Yeah, uh, and and. So, what kind of went into your thinking on this? What was your okay. methodology? So, my methodology was it's entirely lore and entirely miniatures. I have no interest in how things performs on the battlefield. I don't know what is top of the meta, bottom of the meta. I don't know. I've only played a fraction of these armies, so there's no way I could be fair. I'd be taking it, you know, secondhand if I said, oh, well, these guys are not top tier because I don't even know what that means. Um, so really I'm, I'm going off of my view of them as a range, as how they're presented in the law and also potential. Potential is a big part of it for me. Yes. And I, I have to say my, my methodology is similar. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what I know of the lore, uh, what, like it's it really on some level the question is kind of like can I as a uh, participant in AOS get jazzed for this army, mm-hmm. or does this army make me feel like tired? Yeah. You know, like when your when your limbs feel heavy yeah. and you're like, I'm oh, like, oh. And do you know what I found this really hard to do? I've been actually struggling. Yep, yeah, I really have. In terms of best factions, it's overrunning. Like it's gonna that's gonna be a hell of a fight. This one. I've had to really dig deep, actually, um, and really yes. go through. Well, well, what when I when I, I had to dig deep as well. But when mm. I say I'm digging deep, right? Mm-hmm. The first thing I did is I sat down and I made this list, and it was all just the the chud takes, where it's like, <laughs> it's like Lumineth. I don't like Lumineth, <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, Brendan, this is Roma Fire, dude. Yeah, this is the real shit. Fucking hot takes. Saying that Lumineth is dumb because cows is not a hot take yeah. that is that's stale right yeah. so really reach down into your gut and just be like what is the thing that makes you fucking crazy yeah and uh, and i have a list that i think yeah. some people will find kind of surprising yeah and, th- and this and another my takes are not going to be chud takes they're just okay. basically like oh i love the old world and this is not like the old yeah, world yeah. and um now i'm sad because yeah. because i want i want everything to be the same forever yeah. and i can't handle it um, that's that's yeah, well, I'm not doing that. Lumineth almost made the list for me, but then I've actually been reading like the short stories and stuff, and those guys are fucking terrifying. So actually, they they have they have escaped the worst list, and then with the second range of models that came out with Broken Realms tech list, it's just like Jesus Christ, they're gorgeous. Um, well, so yeah, they look, escaped dude, it from me. Second second wave models save Lumineth. Yeah, that giant cow, bro. <laughs> I. I, I don't. I, 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 ooh, let's get onto the list. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say very, very quickly if I did collect Lumineth, I would just do the heroes and do like some kind of fucking Mortal Kombat Raiden army and just have them all flying around being like heroes from Mortal Kombat and that's it. Like do a Seven Samurai Mortal Kombat army with Lumineth. I think they would suit perfectly. Uh, but anyway, Dude, uh, 
th- that fucking floating pagoda oh, thing shit. with the waterfall. Oh, I love that so much. Dude, I'm I'm buying one of those for my Eldar army. Yeah, I mean, hundred percent, hundred percent. I want to buy one for my corn army and have bodies hanging from it. That's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, it's fucking rad. Yeah. The list. The list. Shall I? Shall I go first? Yeah. The list. Okay. So you want you want yeah. lead off? So I'm going to hit here with, and this one pains me to say it, and this is entirely pretty much weighted on potential, but it is Beasts of Chaos. Um, now i brutal all right elaborate yeah i love beastmen beastmen are brilliant love it for me they are the quintessential perfect chaos army they are nature they're they're like the flip side of the old wood elves they are nature corrupted nature unleashed but they are so boring when they're all the same goat running around like and i thought age of sigma would have been the perfect time to relaunch them as like if they just did a multi-part kit that was snake heads, uh, fucking octopus arms, you know, fish bodies and stuff, and just said, yeah, the rules are the same, but this is what beast of chaos are. I would be all in that. That I want to see just like the old brew from RuneQuest, just mutated, weird things. The fact that they relaunched with um, uh, the Herdstone, which is cool, but that's it. And then just the same models. I- I'm just like, oh, oh. I mean, like the Endless Spells, Incredible that 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 half Taurus thing coming through the fire, that's brilliant. There's obviously something there, but then you're just left with the old fucking Minotaur models and the Gores and the Ungors that you've seen for God knows how many years and Dragon Ogres, and they just and and, and to be fair, yeah, now we have Zangors and the Slangors coming, and I'm guessing Pestigors and stuff, which is great. But I just think Beast of Chaos could be so much more. And I think in a realm, in the multi-realms, you really are like, you know, there should actually be just anything goes instead of goats and minotaurs. And that's it. Uh, And it's that. For me, really, it is a mix of the potential and the range because the range is so old now. And I know you've then got Jesus. We've always got the problem where people say, "Oh, do I make new beast for models?" Then they make new beast for models. People say, "Oh, they're just trying to sell me my models again." And you're like, "What? The, what do you want?" What do you want? How, how... Wait, are you saying GW fans are unpleasable? Because <laughs> it's just like, oh my god, yeah. How can yeah, you say that? Yeah, I want new skeletons. Here's some new skeletons. No, oh, they're a bit big. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> um, you know, it's just like, yeah. But uh, they're not exactly the skeletons I had imagined in my head. Yeah. Uh, if you could just make those, please. They're just trying to primaris everything. No, they're just making better <laughs> models. Um, so that, yeah, it, it's a bit of a lukewarm take. I think this one because I think in a way they are such a lukewarm army. They're just there, like they they got ported over, and that's it. I, I, I think that right we've we've come right to the problem mm. uh, right to the crux which is the, and this is part of the difficulty of AOS launching a new game right GW launching this new game AOS and it's going to be the old armies plus some new shit and we're going to really fracture the armies down to be like something that was just kind of like a couple units in an undead army is now going to be a whole fucking range, right? Mm-hmm. And because because on some level, it seems like what they wanted from their business plan was to have the kind of breadth that 40K has, where mm-hmm. there's like literally like 35 factions or something, yeah. right? And so 
in the five years since they've made that decision, there are these armies that are just incredibly underserved. And you're like, and you have like, there's like literally three to four kits mm. that make up the entire, the entire range. And that's going to be a problem because you're just going to have some super duper underwhelming armies, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the, and the only way to fix that without just doing massive resculpts, and like I said in the last episode, GW is very allergic to putting money, new money into old shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They they will like really try to like fucking wring out the rag on something uh, rather than fucking uh uh put something new in you know they're like they're they're very they're 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 very conservative in this Mm -hmm. right so the only way to sort of revitalize some of these lines is through incredible lore and if you don't have incredible lore and you have kind of a stagnant lukewarm army Mm -hmm. then you end up on the list right and as a flip side to that not to give anything away for next time but you look at how they treat the flesh eater courts they took a couple of kits like literally literally a couple of kits but just gave them some of the coolest fucking law but that we'll get onto that next week uh, next time and you're like yeah these guys fucking rule beast of chaos are the same and less so. Like, they don't even turn up in the books. They, they, uh, minor spoiler for Broken Realms Bellacore. You know, he's got this whole legion of chaos. I don't think they mention Beastmen. You know, it's all kind of just like, they're just there yeah, still. There's nothing yeah, to them. And, and really, honestly, I could, I could do a whole episode uh, in, um, talking about AOS and kind of like, well, what's going on with chaos? Like, how hmm. does, like, chaos as a faction, as a grand alliance, the way that they have prosecuted putting out the books where it's like, well, this book matters, but this book doesn't. And this book <laughs> definitely matters. And this book kind of matters. And you're just like, uh, anyway, would yeah. You, it, yeah. I digress. My number three. Yes. My number three. Mm-hmm. And this and this is going to seem like a Grognard take at, okay. on the front. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it is. My number three is Daughters of Cain. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. People, people love fucking Daughters of Cain because mm-hmm. they're powerful and they've been consistently powerful since they dropped. Mm-hmm. I am very disappointed with Daughters of Cain. Okay. I, I, what Dark Dark Elves was my very first uh, Warhammer army ever. It was mm-hmm. the, the I first got into Warhammer Fantasy Battle Fifth Edition box set, and the first army I ever bought was Dark Elves, mm-hmm. and um, uh. I love them. I lo- fucking love. I fucking love Dark Elves. <laughs> and so when I heard that the Daughters of Cain book was coming out, and that fucking you know Marathi was getting like uh, figure and everything, I yeah. was like, okay, this is gonna be fucking rad. And then they gave us like Snake Ladies. They gave us like Medusas. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, huh? Mm-hmm. I was just like, I was just like, what? Like, I just. Yeah, I just don't like the Snake Lady models. That's, I don't. That's insane because they are my favorite models. Not in any of the armies that I collect. I love there those models. There are so many people that <laughs> love them. Yeah, they absolutely love them. And yeah. I cannot figure out for the life of me why. I bought Shadow and Pain. Right. And had no problem getting rid of the no. the why the did you the, 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 the DOK hat. Yeah. But like, have you seen Clash of the Titans? What the old one? The old one, yeah. How'd you not? I mean, yeah, probably at some point. How I have a tough time remembering it. A stop motion snake lady in your army—that's insane. 
No, I, I, I just don't like the snake ladies. <laughs> I don't like snake ladies. And they're like, oh, it's because they came out of Slanesh's belly. And I'm like, the Slanesh people don't look like snakes. There's a whole <laughs> army of fucking Slaneshes, and not one of them looks anything like a snake. They all look like anteaters. Yet, the people who came out of Slanesh's belly look like snakes. And I'm kind of like... This is just some big Fulgrim callback, isn't it? There's some someone along the line, somewhere in time, they got this idea. Some developer dude was like, oh yeah, Fulgrim turned into a snake. And so now things that, that spend too much time around Slanesh also turn into snakes. However, Slanesh and Slanesh's minions have nothing to do with snakes. And I'm just like, all, all right, okay. So now we have fucking centaur snake ladies, <laughs> Medusa so cool. heads. With and I'm I'm like all right and then that and then that codex does another thing that actually kind of really cheeses me battle off. Battle tome. Battle tome, yeah. The battle tome. <laughs> That's another thing that cheeses me off about AOS battle tomes. Yeah. Which is that each battle tome has like three armies in it mm-hmm. that you're supposed to mix and match, right? Mm-hmm. And so they've got the all witch elf army, they've got the all snake lady army, and then they've got the mixed the mixed army. And um, this, you know, if they had done all witch elves, I probably would have been more interested. But snake ladies, bro. And another thing, this is my final thing. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I think you can really take a look at like what speaks to the core of an army in AOS by looking at its underworlds models. Ooh, right, that's a good shout. Yeah, okay. Because those are the, the Underworlds mm-hmm. models are the are I think the best models that AOS is putting out right now, Agreed. or that GW just in general is yeah. putting out right Agreed. now. Each 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 Underworlds warband is like a work of art yeah. in and of itself. Yeah, agree. And if you look at the fucking DOK one, there's like one model in there that you want. It's like, and you're just like, man, these are these are weak. These are boring, <laughs> and it's it's a boring. It's a boring, weak, not exciting army. Sorry. I think you're on crack, but okay. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, I would just do a snake lady army. That is all I would do. It would be great. And they go. Also, I think it's actually a pre Fulgrim call. It's a callback to that classic Jez Goodwin uh, Chaos Champion, which was just the sort of side profile one with the body of a snake, which is incredible. Uh, I'll send you a picture yeah, of that. Yeah, but, but the yeah, thing is. Good. is I'm glad we agree. Yeah. <laughs> If you go back to the epic line, the Warhammer yeah. 40 yeah, yeah, yeah. epic line, was... there is a Fulgrim Primarch yeah. model where he's got the dumb snake body, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like why? Okay, well that 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 is you've got the hot takes this week, definitely. Uh, with daughters, okay, maybe I don't know. Like when Canite Shadow Stalkers came out for Warcry, yeah, there were a bunch of people like me who have been waiting for the Malarian half of the Dark Elf army. Mm-hmm. And we were like, and, and, and the Canine Shadowstalkers look so different mm-hmm. than the Daughters of Cain stuff. We uh, like, there was literally a dude who went out and like founded a fucking uh, Facebook group for what he thought was going to be the eminent drop of the Malarian Dark Elf army. Yeah. And then it never came. No. And I, I still kind of, I mean, they, they just threw like a DOK stat line mm-hmm. for the Shadow Stalkers, and I'm like, just sad face, man. I, I, I want my fucking Malarian army. Where's my Malarian it'll army? Come. Anyway, go ahead. It'll come. It'll come. Um, <laughs> I, 
Yeah, I hope so, and I hope it looks an awful lot like those Canine Shadow Stalkers because that was the shit. Yeah, I would play a whole army of that. Yeah, you know, that's true. Actually, looking at that um, Witch Elf warband, you're right. That's a bad warband, actually. <laughs> it's not. It's not it's great. Not good. Yeah, no. Right. It's, it's okay. not good. My number two yeah, it's is. Really, it's very. It's really uninspiring. Yeah, it really um, is. Uh, my all right, cool. So what's your number two? It's quite boring as well, and it's along the same lines of Beasts of Chaos. And let me get the correct um, name so I don't get sued. Uh, it is the Old Faithfuls Uruk War Clans. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. you don't like Uruk War Clans, no. bro? Are you for fucking um, real, dog? Yeah, they are just... What? So, what? So... The, what? The best bit about orcs and goblins was the goblins. Orcs were there, but goblins were better. And the Gloom Spike Gits is one of my favourites, although it's not on the list, actually. Um, and these guys are, again, it's Beast of Chaos problem. They're there, and they're fine, and they're actually a little bit higher because they've had newer models, but still, like, Iron Jaws is this whole new faction, a new redo, and it's orcs with armour on. And it's just a bit like, oh, okay, anything else? Well, they've got armor on. <laughs> okay. And and who are their friends? Oh, these are orcs without armor. Oh, okay. Uh, any any characters? Oh, one guy. Is he anything special about him? He's got armor on. <laughs> it's just like, Jesus and Christ. And he's riding a giant cabbage. He's got a cabbage. Like, come on. So it's just, again, it's the, it's the beast of chaos issue again. And I think more so because I think they, they have had a crack at relaunching them and done nothing with them. There is nothing about the orcs that gets me excited. And this is someone who's got a war cry uh, army of corn-worshipping bone splitters. But just looking at them, they're just there again. They're fine. And again, lore-wise, Godrak, I'm going to bring the war. Okay, like your mate and your other mate and your mate before that and your mate before... There's nothing... There's no... There's no Gaskell equivalent. There's no. There's no character you really want to hang. You know, you want to. You want to hear about and see. It is just literally. I am the fist of Gork. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. Well done. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, and they haven't even got a bit of a specialized terrain. Uh, they just. Uh, they look great. You know, I really like them. They. I've seen great armies of them, and there should always be orcs and Warhammer. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. Okay, look, look. Your I think your take is pretty blistering because you do see so many um, Auric war, tri- war tribe mm. armies out there. It's like it's like signature shit. Like mm-hmm. they were one of the first codexes or battle tomes, I guess, to drop. Yeah, there's you always go down to the shop. You always see people playing them. Um, I never played orcs mm-hmm. in fantasy, and I've never played them in 40k and. Auric War Tribes has had me on the edge a couple of times. Oh, wow. I have almost bought Auric War Tribe armies on a couple of occasions because they are, to me, they're so, they're so cool. They're so dynamic. Mm -hmm. They're so fun that I think that their play style is cool as fuck. Uh, However, like you said, man, Mm. I didn't buy those armies and that is because of what you said where it's like, well, it's some orcs yeah. in armor. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And like, like what am I going to actually be playing? What am I going to be doing when I play? Which is, I'm just going to be running forward with my orcs and I'm going to attack it's you. A, yeah. And then when I, 
I'm actually I'm actually bored talking about them. That's how boring a faction they are. (laughs) I'm just like cool, yeah. And again, brilliant. Some of the models are stunning. Uh, The 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 Warcry War uh, the Beastgrave War uh, Warband, great. Um, I'm not a big fan of the Savage Orcs all waving at each other, but the the brutes Uh, and uh, the Gore Grunters are are fantastic. But just cool, yeah, great. Well done, well done. Yeah, um, I think that you are correct that when you split goblins away from orcs, you lose a lot of the yeah. character. Yeah. And that they haven't imbued them with a new character that is so like overwhelmingly potent that you have to have it. Right? Yeah. You have to you have to be part of it, right? Yeah. There's just nothing to the, they do you know what? I just come up with a little clever thing there in my head, if it is clever. They're like orc and goblin armies were like uh, Master Blaster from Beyond the Thunderdome. You had the big dude and the little guy right. on top, and they've taken away the little dude on top. So it's just the yeah. big dude, and the big dude was yeah. cool because he was a big dude, but that's it. And it, they have, I think, by removing the goblins, they've taken so much of the... Because it was always like, oh, yeah, the orcs are in charge, but the goblins are the ones, you know, actually directing everything and, you know, being all sneaky and everything. They were the fun bit. The fanatics were the fun bit. The the squigs were the fun bit. They don't have that anymore. Now it's just orc, maybe orc riding boar, orc in armor riding boar, orc not in armor riding boar. And it's just like, all right, great. <sighs> I mean, as as much as it disappoints me, I, I I feel like you've convinced me. I feel like you've convinced me. It is a big miss. It is a big miss. Um, because I do love the models so yeah. much, and they and they are on their like essentially like third battle tome mm-hmm. now since they combined mm-hmm. uh, bone splitters and uh, uh, and uh, uh, fucking iron jaws. Yeah. So that you know they do need they do need something. I. I feel like maybe destruction as a um, f- grand alliance needs mm-hmm. something because I feel like destruction right now feels like the least sort of um, fleshed out. Yeah, I think with death, it, it was always going to be either destruction or death, and death have had such a big push to use uh, wrestling terms that yeah, currently destruction feel a bit behind. But I right. love the Sons of Bear map, but we'll come back to that again in a couple of weeks. Oh boy! <laughs> well, let, yeah, I think that we actually segue really nicely into my number two yeah. uh, worst and biggest fail, uh, which is uh, um, Augur Maw Tribes. Ah, okay. Uh, to me, to me, Augur Maw Tribes is—I ex- I have exactly the same feeling that you do, mm-hmm. which is—but only compounded by this problem that we were talking about in AOS previously, which is that they were like. Well, we've got this model range, and mm-hmm. we need to turn it into something. So it'll be this, and you're just kind of like, what? <laughs> like what? Like what? What kills me is is that they didn't just take like, oh, here was some fraction of an army. We mm-hmm. didn't just take like, oh, we're gonna take some skeletons out of vampire counts and we're gonna make them their own army. Mm-hmm. The ogre range was already fully fleshed out, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yet it still somehow feels like an unfleshed out force. Yeah, it's like here's some big dudes. Mm. They're bigger than the other dudes, and they are being chased around by a storm. Yeah, and that's it. And now yeah. they got and they got a woy mammoth. And if the woy mammoth hits you, he's gonna do a bunch of mortal wounds. And I'm just like, what is this? Yeah, you know this. Like what am it what is here for me to get my to 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 sink my teeth into? Um I, the I really always loved 
ogres in the old world mm-hmm. thought that they were very flavorful. Yeah. And then somehow they are less flavorful now. There's not even this idea. Like, I always liked what they called them in the old world, which was ogre kingdoms, right? Where you had this yeah. idea that there's a place where these guys are the most common dudes mm. and they're running everything and they're running it really weirdly, yeah. right? It's going to be like completely different than if you were over in a human kingdom or an orc kingdom or yeah. an undead kingdom. Agreed. And now by unmooring them from from the idea of a geographic location where there are there's like an ogre culture and mm-hmm. making them these kind of nomads that are just wandering around with this like storm that's like nipping at their heels all the time and that's why they all wear jackets <laughs> it's like uh it's just like uh, yeah. i don't know i don't i don't get it yeah do you know i, I was just thinking then do you know what would have been amazing um putting ogres into order like having them oh that would have been cool just been like yeah they have the yeah as you say the idea of these cities of ogres and stuff like how old fucking conan is that you know like these yeah. it's just this place where ogres have become and yeah because they're obviously intelligent they're not stupid and that'd be so and i reckon ogres would have been a great shout in order and have them as yeah yeah okay they're belligerent Honestly, yeah that would have made that would have felt a lot better i yeah, think because you're right you either get hot ogres or cold ogres that's your choice now and the cold ogres have two kits. And yeah, I, I, I'm 100% with you on this, actually. I hadn't, I hadn't even yeah. clicked ogres. They, I, they, just, they just took an army that had a lot of really interesting character, and then they just made it. Kind of what you were saying with orcs, they just made it devoid of character. Yeah. And I don't really know anyone who is so into the story mm. of the new ogres mm. that they want to play them. Yeah. And then, like you were saying... If you're going to have an incredibly limited model range, then you're going to have to have a fucking rad story. And uh, there's just nothing. There's just nothing yeah. really there for ogres right now. Um, the story is lacking. Yeah. The I guess like the power level of the army is lacking because you don't really see people playing mm. it. And then the model range is very like tepid. They basically yeah. are like, oh yeah, well here's some shit that you had before. Just fucking yeah. play it again. And you're like, all right, I, all right. I love. I know we're harping on this a lot now. I do love the underworld uh, war band where it's the hunter and his Dude, wolf. No. And do you not like? I that? think I think that underworlds needs to get brought up for each and every one of these that we do, good and bad. Oh sure, but sure. The the underworlds. Ogre said, mm. completely breaks the rules in being so fucking top notch. Yeah, it's incredible. It's, it's one of the best because yeah, I love it. That that's a little RPG character. You know, that's so cool. You've got this guy, and oh yeah, so I'm looking at it right now. And and he really showed that. And that's the thing. And that's what because because you're talking about the potential and like where is the potential? You look at the fucking. Uh, Underworld's ba- war band, and you're like, well, this is fucking rad. Why can't the army be this? Yeah. Which is, here's one ogre, and then he's outnumbered by, like, mm-hmm. the amount of noblars and saber-toothed tigers he has with him. And if they rebuilt that army so that it was like a horde army of, mm-hmm. like, noblars and, and, Beasts. and, and cats yeah. like coming at you with this core in the middle of it of like a few ogres and maybe a woolly mammoth or something, mm-hmm. that would be so rad. Yeah, agreed. I would be so on board to fucking play that. Yeah. But they've just taken this incredibly boring, 
root with it, yeah. you know? Because, again, you could have two armies there. You could have ogres, order ogres, who are sort of the traditional ones who form seas, and then the wild ogres, who are that army. You know, the, there's only a few of them, but they've harnessed all these creatures from the wild and stuff. It'd be amazing. It'd be, and imme- yeah, immediately, no, I, I, would I would love that. that. Yeah. And that's, and that, I would love to, I would love to see that. Yeah. Fucking uh, an order, bu- an order kind of faction called like ogre, ogre magnates or something. Yeah, yeah, just, oh, the, you know, ogre tyrant ogres of the of the the the, the, the yeah. order cities yeah, or something. Just, just I mean, that's ogre tyrants, awesome. ogre tyrants, and that's it. And they're, they're yeah, cities. tyrants. You know, they're known as being tyrants. Yeah. I mean, I just love to. I'd love the idea of like a fucking. Oh, ogre sitting on a ziggurat and on like yeah. on a big throne and like being like you know yeah. but, i love but, it you know as long as sigmar can keep throwing food at him they'll be like okay cool yeah we'll stand against chaos we'll stand against that yeah, yeah. agreed yeah. i do, i still like the the model range it is incredibly tired now but i have such an affinity for the old hero quest against the ogre horde um, box set that i still love ogres i love the miniatures well, but it, they, yeah, they are I old love, and tired I love, I love those sculpts to yeah me, to me that's uh to me the ogre line is not one that needs to be re-sculpted it just needs to have some shit added yeah. to it yeah they need, they need to get rid of all those um crappy fine cast models mm-hmm. and then they need to just replace them all with cool new very like uh uh, uh evocative yeah. uh plastic models and it's a, and it's a great line yeah. it's a great line that, that, they could, that new tyrant there's so they much did. they could do with it this th- it, it takes place number two out of pure disappointment that, yeah 100 percent. and like yeah they did a new tyrant and that's gorgeous like he's such a great model um, just do a whole the line like that came in uh, Feast of Bones. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, and he's got the um, trophy rack with a Stormcast helmet and stuff. Like, just yeah, just keep doing that. Just keep releasing, right? Well, I mean, and, and I guess that's the caveat with all these armies, which yeah. is that we hope that in time we will see all of these armies kind of redeemed. Yeah. Um. All right. So hey, number one, dude. Number one, Battle Royale man. Yeah. What's What's the fucking worst? <sighs> this is not a hot take. I don't feel, and it's actually I've just noticed the Lumineth. No, (laughs) it's the first one that's not just an old world army, and it is Fire Slayers. Um, Wow! And wow! There's a hot take here. I just don't know how I feel about that. What? Let's elaborate. I love Fire Slayers. I think the idea of them is so fucking cool. Like these psychopaths getting gold hammered into their skin and then going on the like volcanoes and fucking like they're just crazy. They're crazy. They're that element of Age of Sigma that I've always wanted. The crazy side. Um however, I think the range really lets them down. Um their Underworld's Warband is four dudes. Uh they have a battle forge that looks like something out of World of Warcraft. And they oh, yeah. just the range is two kits. It's two kits, and I love the magma drops. They're cool, but like it's a guy with a key on top of it, and they have two kits, and they could be so good. And the fact they came out the gate with them, like they are, they are iconic, really, for Age of Sigma, and they're not good. They're not good. Um, Dude. I I don't like Dwardin much anyway. But like the Caradron looks sweet to me. These guys do not. They they really suffer. And they've got a couple of good stories, but all their fluff in in the lore, the lore in the main stories, and then some fire slayers turned up and they turned on the people that hired them. 
and that's it <laughs> every time that and you're just like all right so don't hire Not them again. don't hire yeah curse my inevitable betrayal it's just like <laughs> don't hire the fire slayers like literally this keeps happening now this is like stinging wcw it's like stop stop it just don't don't hire them um, <laughs> and i want to like them i really want to like them i've i've flirted with picking up an army occasionally but no, and the character models are trash. There's a couple of good ones. And then you've got so many doing the wide arm, second ed, sorry, third ed, fourth ed, Warhammer of, look at me, I'm holding my weapons apart from each other. And it's like, you look like a prick. Um, <laughs> so unfortunately, I don't want it to be, but it's Fire Slayers. Uh, you know, oh my God. All right, well, Okay. <laughs> It's really hard to argue with that because, <laughs> I mean, everything you're saying is true. I remember when AOS first kicked off and I was playing a lot and I played against um, a Fire Slayers guy. And this was in the era of first edition mm-hmm. when it really was just kind of blob hammer. Mm-hmm. Like everything kind of coalesced at the middle of the table in this giant swirling melee. And I like literally couldn't differentiate his <laughs> one piece of his army from another. Yeah. He kept being like, "Oh no, my my uh, you know Rune Lord or whatever is right here yeah. in the middle." I'm like, "What the fuck? Yeah, like how can I even tell what the hell this army is?" Yeah, um, there's no there's no standout. Like if you buy the Rune Son, you get a Rune Smiter and a Rune Father, and you're just like, oh, "What?" <laughs> Just Jesus Christ! Like, and they all have the same names. This is this yeah. is getting into some Tao shit where you can't yeah. really tell. It's very difficult to tell them apart. And yeah. then, like, and this and this is another thing, right? Like, just kind of like orcs. A couple of times, I've kind of been standing there, like, should I buy a fire slayer mm. army? Is this like <laughs> would this be awesome? Yeah. Um, and then it's like, well, how am I supposed to paint them? Yeah. They all like, like, there's not just there's not like a huge variety of um painting options mm-hmm. you know it's just going to be kind of like doing the same thing over and over and over again and uh it's it's you can't even give the fire slayers the benefit of like oh well there were just these two fire slayer units in yeah. uh, fantasy battle and yeah. so what are you going to do because they made new models for them yeah. you know yeah 100 they were so limited like so because if you even think about it on the initial release you're talking no terrain no endless spells i think the doom sequel right. was added later because that was from um silver tower so you're talking the big monster kit two infantry kits and a couple of characters and that's it and that's a whole yeah. range and it's just like no i i i don't even know what to do with them maybe add more to them I think that would be the best bet. I think just add a bit more to them because. Well, they need more variety. Yeah. You know, they need you, you. There has to be something to sink your teeth into there. And like one of the things that's fun about painting a Warhammer army is painting a bunch of different kind of textures. Mm. And so they need more textures. Yes. You know, um, like more flame beasts. Like, That'd be cool. You know, like lizard men, salamanders, and stuff like that. that. That that would add a bit of a different thing to them. They tame smaller magma drops and stuff. There you go. There's something. Then they, the scales yeah, to paint. I wouldn't, I wouldn't and stuff. be against it. I yeah. wouldn't be against it. I mean, as a, as it is right now, they would have to do quite a lot, I think, mm. to reinvest uh, me in the success of that army. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, it's just. I mean, it is a pretty big fail. I, 
I don't think it's as big of a fail as my number Ooh, one. Ooh, here we go then. Here we go. And are you ready for I'm the hottest take of the day? So this excited. is just it's space this is just Marines. a mean take. Space this is just this is this this take hurts. This okay. take hurts to make. Yeah. Um because as you know, I'm a huge Death Guard guy. Yeah. And I I love Death Guard. Oh so, of God. course, when I went over to AOS, the first thing I was like, okay, I'm going to play fucking uh, AOS Death Guard. Uh-huh. Um, can't wait. This is back when it was just called, there was just the Grand Alliance mm-hmm. books and nothing else. And I started, there was no name for this yet, but I was essentially playing Maggot Kin of Nurgle. Mm-hmm. And they were terrible. <laughs> they were just so terrible. They were so boring to play. They were so inefficient. They were so unfun. Um, I got my fucking face kicked in regularly playing a boring, stagnant army. Mm-hmm. Uh, their book came out. They got a name. Mm-hmm. They got some new models that all ended up being demons. And what what are they? <laughs> what 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 is Maggot Kin of Nurgle? Wow. Can somebody explain to me what Maggot Kin of Nurgle is? Or why I, as the person who should just auto-buy this army, because I love Nurgle so much, I love Nurgle imagery so much, can someone explain to me what is the point of this army, right? Mm-hmm. It's fat guys <laughs> It's fat guys wanting to conquer everything, I guess. Like, that's the army. Yeah. Like the, 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 so this, the is, most- this is crazy to me, because my main army is Nurgle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is crazy. <laughs> Well, it, hurt, it hurts my heart mm-hmm. because there's no story. There's nothing to sink your teeth into. Mm-hmm. They basically were like, if you love Nurgle aesthetics, then you're going to buy this fucking army so we can phone it in on you. <laughs> and you're just like, what? So I, uh, I I do kind of agree. So I've got a caveat. I, my army is demons pretty much 99%. Um, so sure. I'm on the other side. I agree because you've only got a couple of characters to again hang your hat on. People like Gotrup Spume, and to be honest, his story is the same each time. It's and then Gotrup Spume turns up and is beaten. Um, so I do. Yeah, wow. Kind of agree. I'm going to push back on a couple of things because what would never put them for me on a bad list is the Blight Kings is one of my favorite kits. I just think it's incredible, and that for me alone Whoa. holds the range. Um, the Harbinger of but, Decay. But, bro, yeah, before yeah. you go any further, yeah. you said that your army is mostly demons. <laughs> yes, So it is. have you tried building one of those armies that's just all Blight no. Kings and then so, the Harbinger of Decay? No, I've not. To be fair, I no. My army is 99% demons with um, one of the big boys on his... Um, the, Nurg- the, the big fat Festus, the big fat Nurgling dude. Um, yeah. I've had the exact opposite to you. I've actually stopped playing my Nurgle army because I was winning all the time and it got really boring. Um, I literally... Well, you were playing with the demons. Uh, okay, yes, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, you've got me there. Yeah, because, yeah, I, so, uh, so I've got no experience in the mall side, particularly. Is it just shit? Is it just absolutely shit? Well, okay, so here's the thing. Yeah. The way that the, the demon rules work... The demons are just intrinsically better. Right. They're just intrinsically more efficient at anything that they do. And then, because every AOS book that is like this is really three mini books, Mm -hmm. okay? And if your army is going to be good, like if your army is going to be like really well-rounded, then um, there has to be an an overlap between the way that those two things work, right? The, Mm -hmm. The two, the two 
some kind of like mono armies. Now, in the Magikin of Nurgle book, there's a demon half that is very powerful and mm-hmm. very fucking good. And then there is a mortal half that is fucking garbage. <laughs> and if you try to synthesize the two of them, mm-hmm. you don't make the mortals any better. You just depreciate the demons. Uh, yeah. And so you'll sit there playing games. and Because I, uh, my aesthetic for playing Nurgle is that I love a bunch of mortals mixed with demons, mm-hmm. right? And you'll be... I love the idea of like there's this there's miasma fog and then out of it come these shambling demons and then with the demons are these like obviously possessed out of their mind diseased mortals. I love that, yeah. right? But the mortals just end up holding the army back. Right. They are the fucking weak and they're and they're incredibly expensive on a point for point level. They are just unbelievably expensive. Do you think if you take total. the demons out mm-hmm. and you just go all into mortals, you have this super boring army. It is so fucking unbelievably boring. <laughs> it's just seriously like fifteen blight blight kings, mm-hmm. the harbinger, and then as many of the mortal fly guys as you can put on the board, and and then you're basically just sitting in the middle of the board and being like, I hope that my <laughs> blight weapons mm-hmm. can take you out before you take me out that's that's the whole that's the entire game you're playing yeah it's very monodimensional it's very boring it's not fun at all and it and it kind of like cheeses me off it like it I, i'm resentful of it mm. I've, I've like bought and sold you sound really angry. two maggot kind of nurgle armies wow. at this point like um, so because I want to play the Blight Kings, yeah. but I don't want them to be boring. And I don't want them to suck. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So quick, quick fix for them. Let me let me put this to you. See how you'd think. They need a Poxwalker style unit of mortals. Put in, you know, humans that are not big boys, just shitty humans, basically. And closer mixing clan pestilence with Skaven. Like make that part of the Magikin army. What you People always say that to me when I would mm-hmm. when I would whinge about um about uh because that's another problem is mm-hmm. that they have no long range at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, AOS is still very is still very much a shooting game. Yeah. You need to be you need to you need to have something in that phase. And Maggot mm-hmm. can literally have nothing. Mm-hmm. They have they've got nothing at all. Yeah. I think the longest range is is that if you take those the guys the flies they, can they have like a six inch yeah. gun or something. Yeah, yeah. And they're like what? Yeah, so you guys don't even have it. Yeah. Um. So, so people were always being like, "Oh, just mix in clan pestilence and take those uh fucking uh virus catapults or whatever." Mm. And I'm like, "No, I want to play all the fucking the 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 Nurgle mortals. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that I love." And you're 100 percent right. They are right now the um. I don't I don't know I don't think Blades of Corn. No, Blades of Corn have a have a cultist type unit. Yeah, right? Blood like Reavers. Human dudes. Yeah, Blood Reavers are shit, um, and they die, and that's their point. Yeah, and uh, fucking Nurgle is the only one that doesn't have that. Yeah, and that's so true. So when true. the new Maggot Kin of Nurgle Battle Tome mm-hmm. event inevitably comes out, it needs they need to have these fucking models. Yeah. They need to have uh, a throwaway human cultists. It'd be nice to see some Pestigors in there. Um, mm-hmm. It'd be nice to have some variety yeah. and to have some tactical. Hey, how about some mounts? Look at all the fucking uh, cavalry, goddamn uh, 
uh, Slanesh guy. Yeah. I don't mind seeing some fucking like uh, Nurgle guys on like great big pigs or they need to bring like, in weird rotting dogs or something like that. You know, those Forge World Toads make them in plastic, please. I would, dude. Oh I my god, love the they're so Forge good. World Toads. Yeah, Jesus. Do so you know what you could do? This is me just spitballing. If you could model up some cultists, you could use them as plague monks. Yeah, yeah, you could do that. And you could the, totally do that. I mean, yeah. like, here's the thing is, I mean, really, at the end of the day, yeah. any Warhammer army is, like, kind of redeemable once yeah. you start getting into counts. Yes, ads. absolutely, yeah. But, but like... You shouldn't have to. Uh, what if I don't want to do yeah. counts? Ads, yeah, you shouldn't have you to, know? absolutely. The, the like, option should be there to begin with. Exactly, and that's and that's that's kind of the thing about playing in GW games is that they have these huge IPs and they have very kind of like dedicated like this is this kind of ideas. They always say, "Oh yeah, go ahead, be imaginative," but let's face it, man, if I'm gonna go be full ham imaginative, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go play Saga Age of Magic. I'm gonna make whatever I want. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fucking fuck around with like. Uh, like redoing yeah. the entire Warhammer army and then explaining it every time I want to play Warhammer, I'll just go play Star Breach. Yeah. I'll go play Saga Age of Magic. You know, what what else? What else yeah. do we got here? It's you like know? when you see like, I, I I own like nine hundred of these games. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like when you see the studio armies and they're like, oh, so I wanted to do a Citizen Sigmar army, but I replaced them all with Imperial Guardsmen with head swaps. And you're like, how much money? How much does that cost? How in what world? <laughs> in what world is that a thing? Because Jesus Christ! No, I can yeah. see that. I, I like counts as to a point. Um, I'm actually now looking at the flagellants. And thinking you could nurgle them up and have them as play priests with woe staffs. So I'm I'm gonna have a little think about that. Well, yeah, I mean but, here's the yeah, thing. Yeah, no, I know this is purely after just, okay, because because yeah. we were originally gonna do this episode mm-hmm. as uh three best and three worst. Yes. And I think that we we, we very wisely, I think, mm-hmm. cut this uh, this in half because we've reached our time. Yes. We have don't even have time for another top three. No. So but um but uh uh in thinking about my favorite mm-hmm. My favorite armies. I actually changed armies, so uh, that'll be that'll be one of the big the big talking points on um fucking uh the next AOS episode in like a month. Yeah, is is it'll be my progress on my my new AOS army, oh, which is different yeah. than my current AOS but, army, yes. which is literally just sitting behind me right now, just looking new at you. in box. I have like a a pile of boxes that are gonna I guess remain sealed now. Um, <laughs> Help us! So uh, please paint us. So, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just gonna play, play, play that army as it lies in the book, and yeah. I'm not gonna worry about a bunch of counts as you know. Fair, yeah, absolutely fair. I'm gonna find this so difficult because I love so many of the factions. I think I know I've got my top three, but it does keep changing. But it, what doesn't what? It just keeps changing. Oh well, I've already written mine down. I'm ready to rock. Okay. I can't wait for I can't wait for uh, a month from now. Yeah, when I are um be a bit are, 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 are discussing this one. Yeah, but in the meantime, uh, we have another episode coming up in two weeks. We do. Uh, we're going to be talking with Chris Handley mm-hmm. from um, Dark Hammer and from Darker Days Radio. Uh, we're going to be discussing about like like uh, we've already kind of discussed Warhammer looking back mm-hmm. at the Horus Heresy. Now we're going to be Warhammer looking forward, yes. right? Like. Like where does Warhammer go from here in terms of plot, in terms of models, mm-hmm. in terms of um, storyline, right? Yeah, yeah, and I'm very excited about that. Very excited. 
Yeah, me too, me too. That one's going to be spicy. That one's going to have some spicy takes. <laughs> uh, so what do you think, man? Yep. Uh, uh, you have anything, any like, like last last uh, things you want to say? No, I think we've covered everything. I hope uh, next time it'll be a little bit more positive, I think. Felt a little bit, yeah, little bit negative yeah. on this one, but I still love them all. That's the other thing. I still love all these miniatures and armies. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not like, oh, fuck you. Um, uh, because I think they're all great, and if you don't like them, don't buy them. Um, so well, I mean, here's yeah. the thing: like, like our criticism comes from a place of deep love, yeah. and I and I think that some of that was kind of lost in, say, the uh, um, old world episode. I think some people like didn't <laughs> no, necessarily hear what we were saying. I think the fact the fact of the matter is is you have to love Warhammer and Games Workshop games. At the level that you're willing to like stab yourself in the yeah, heart, yeah, to 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 do a podcast where you yeah. just complain yeah, about really. them the whole time, like saying <laughs> the fire slayers is bad, but compared to the trash I had to put up with growing up, like those models are fucking Michelangelo. So it's yeah, yeah, it's it's this is yeah. all entirely entirely as you say it is from a place of love even the old world episode um maybe um but yeah no 100 percent. so please don't come at me fire slayer players both both of you um i i i I, me coming on here and saying maggot kin of nurgle is the worst army in age of sigmar is only because i love maggot kin of nurgle you want them to be perfect so so, yeah it's not gonna i'm gonna look into that now and then convert a mortarian right okay Awesome, okay. awesome. All right, bud. Well, yeah. hey, man, it's been good talking to you. Absolutely. I'll uh, see you around on the Discord. Yes. If uh, you guys are listening to the show, um, you might try finding us on the Full Metal RPG Discord uh, uh, at Jelly Rovers mm-hmm. and at um, uh, uh, Brendan Carrion on, on the Full Metal RPG Discord. You can find uh, e- easy invites to that um, at fullmetalrpg.com where we have links to uh, all the different kind of stuff. Um, if this is your first time listening to the show and you're listening to it on our brand new channel, please like, please subscribe, please leave a review. Mm. Um, if you're listening to us on the Full Metal RPG uh, subscription, then we will very soon be taking this show off of that feed and it will be exclusively Whoa. on its own RSS feed. So please look, uh, look for uh, Realm of Fire. Uh, wherever it is you listen to your podcasts and subscribe to us there so you don't miss an episode. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great night. Cheers all. Thank you for listening to another episode of Realm of Fire. If you enjoy our show and you want to hang out with me and Rob, you can find us on Discord. Look for the Full Metal RPG Discord community. You can find easy invites on the Full Metal RPG link tree, fullmetalrpg.com or on the Full Metal RPG webpage, rather Facebook. Search for us there, get an easy invite. Thank you to our friends at Phoenix Area Industrial Band Amnestic. You can find Amnestic on Bandcamp. Link in the show notes. Have a great night.